Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Tusha. Let's start episode 176 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. And this question was sent by Alan. He writes, Vidas and Osha. I enjoyed this podcast. I think the best piece of advice for me was you will not get a medal for playing advanced music. I have to remember that playing the organ is sort of like driving a car in that you have to know your limits, otherwise you could end up losing control, which can sound pretty bad in the case of a pipe organ. I had a different experience this past Sunday when I was playing at a local uniting church. I was bringing the last hymn to conclusion and wondered why the minister was soldiering on at the full tempo instead of following my ritardando. I was then greatly embarrassed as the congregation continued with the fourth verse a cappella. I quickly switched registrations and backed off the swell pedal and gently brought the organ back in for the second half of the verse. Nobody was fooled though, regards Alan. Oh, remember, Osha, sometimes that happens, right? Uh, when when the minister or a priest sings along and doesn't listen to the organist at all and has his own tempo and the congregation also follows the priest or the minister and then the organist is left behind or uh, or actually maybe he, he sometimes speeds up and nobody listens, right? Yes. Did it happen to you? Well, maybe not so much as to know the organ would be silent, but but yes, sure, I had some some stories like this. In America or here in Vilnius? Well, both is actually not so much in Lithuania because no congregation doesn't like you know to sing so much in Lithuania. Although although in Lithuania usually you know elderly women like to. To slow down the tempo. To drag. Yes, to drag. This is because uh, perhaps uh, churches are big and the reverberation is also vast and uh, sounds travel slower slower this way. Well, and we just like to sing in a very slow tempo. Without, in, without uh, any energy, right? And to do much vibrato on each note. So just imagine that, you know, the quarter note becomes like a whole note. It's unbearable. I think that was actually the case when uh, in Germany they introduced uh, congregational singing back at the, at the beginning of Reformation. Not at the, at the exact beginning, but maybe a century afterwards. And they tend to sing the chorales very, very slowly. Yes. Did you hear about that? Yes, I heard about it. Yeah. But that's why, you know, the North German organs have those huge pedal towers. Actually having the uh, loud uh, bass helps you, you know, to, 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 to regulate congregational singing. So I think it's crucial that, you know, you would add... Uh, enough of, of sound in the pedal part. Uh, would that help Alan too? I hope so. 
I think he need to play organ very loud in that case, you know, his pastor cannot, you know, dictate his own tempo while singing hymns. Or make him sick, uh, maybe ill, not sick, <laughs> is the word. Maybe, um, maybe he can uh, overpower him this way too, if the pastor had a cold or, or something. Well, don't be so cruel. I think making the registration louder will work just fine. Sometimes loud registrations are a pain for uh, people with hearing aid, right? Mm, that's true. So it's a, a slippery road, balancing uh, registrations and power level of the organ and congregational singing and elderly ladies too. That's true. So, you know, it, it would probably be a good idea to discuss with the pastor ideas, with minister ideas about, you know, singing congregational songs together and, you know, about who is responsible for what. Because I think minister should be responsible for liturgy, for making sermon, and I think organist should be responsible for making music. So... While leading the congregational hymns, hymns, I think ministers should be listening to the organ. That's my opinion. Do you think that would work, discussing this with, with his minister? It depends on what kind of character he is. Because if he was... Uh, if, if he had enough tolerance, uh, then he would have understood this already. Right, that he had to uh, follow organist's lead. Uh, but if you bring up this issue to him and say, "Dear pastor or or minister, pleasing uh, according to my wishes," um, then then he might perceive it as a threat. Well, then there is only one you know, thing you can do, just to play loud. That's not a bad solution, though. Sure. Because organ ha has to lead, and everybody else has to follow. Uh, but according to the text, sometimes registration can be softer, too. Yes. All right, so we hope that Alan can experiment, at least, um, in making the tempos according to his wishes. But... Uh, Sometimes it's it's dangerous to keep uh, his own tempo, right? Without any regard to the congregation. Well, what you would have to do when you're accompanying hymns, you have to sing along. I, and I'm not meaning that you need to sing loud, you know, all the time. But at least in your mind, you, you need to sing. And you take breaths. That way you will know how to phrase and how it's comfortable to sing for others. That way, you know, your tempo will be natural. As it should be. Because, I mean, if you will not, you know, consider the text, if you will not try to sing yourself and just take tempo whatever you want, it might not work. It might be awkward and unnatural. It might be too fast. Yeah, so singing together, you know, is, it's always a good idea. In Lithuania, organists 
tend to sing and play at the same time. Yes. And in Poland, I heard too. Yes. But um, in in Western countries, let's say, organists have to play, and and congregation or choir have to sing. Mm, so experiment, 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 and. Uh, Choose what works best in the long run, right? Yes. And avoid probably conflicts. Sure, sure. It's better to get along well with you know everybody, especially with clergy. <laughs> Since we write, you know, you check most of the time, so. There is another option. Um, to play more unfamiliar hymns that the pastor or minister wouldn't know. Again, it depends on you know, who selects hymns for service. Ah, uh, yeah. Because sometimes it's minister who you know picks up hymns. Sometimes it's organist or music director. So you never know. <laughs> you could or Howard could write, uh, compose his own hymn, and then nobody will know. And then everybody will listen to him and follow him without uh, singing. Um, Probably if the hymns will be wholly unfamiliar, nobody will sing it. Then you will need to do a congregational rehearsal. Sure. Right. But it's a good question sometimes to introduce a new hymn, unfamiliar, from the hymnal or from the hymn supplement or... Or even, yes, to compose your own. Uh, I mean, you are also creative, right? And you have the right to to create whatever you want. Of course, it doesn't mean that everybody will love what you create. Sure. But it doesn't hurt trying and uh, learning from your mistakes, if there are any, and uh, benefiting all, everybody. Excellent. Thank you guys for for these questions. We love um, discussing them on the show. So please send us more of them. Um, And uh, now we would love to go and practice. Because if we just talk about practicing, it kind of defeats the purpose. Right, Osha? Yes, that's right. So this was Vidas. And Osha. And remember, when you practice. Miracles happen. (laughs) 